This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, May 11th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right, Dylan. Yeah? Did you uh, get your heart ripped out a little bit tonight in that uh, White Sox game? I... Honestly, this is like the, you know the, the kind of baseball that I absolutely hate. In what way? It takes forever. Oh, long games that don't go your way. I, I no, not just they don't go my way. Just long games that don't go anywhere. Yeah, just it, yeah, it was not great, but uh, especially the delay and and whatnot. But they ended up falling in bullpen implosion. I feel like that's one of the roughest ways to lose is bad bullpen. Having it taken away. From I don't you. know a seven run inning with a bad bolt with oh with a bullpen implosion. Yeah, yeah. not a lot. That's of pretty mean. If yeah. it happens early, you're like, oh yeah, we've lost this game. I can check out when you had it or when you score what eleven runs. I don't know. Yeah. White Sox are going to be fine. I think they're okay. Um, Matt, do we have anything else to discuss from Tuesday that happened in games? Oh, Dawn. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we had a. Not a bet, not a wager by any means, but a challenge of Yonder Alonso versus Melvin Upton Jr. And Yonder Alonso totally picked up an RBA single in Boston. And I liked Melvin Upton Jr. because he was going to face John Lester, and John Lester can't throw anybody out, or can't pick anybody off, can't hold any runners, and Melvin Upton actually runs. If he has any value, it's uh, that he actually runs. But So I, I can't take full credit for the fact that he totally hit a home run. Because that is not what I was predicting. But he does have that skill a little bit, too. Uh, I don't know. It, do you remember Mike Cameron and that he, like, hit for real low average and just still had some power and some speed? Yeah, he started to screw with the White Sox. Yeah, he was. But, like, as a fantasy player, you're like, oh, he might hit 220, but there might be 20 homers and 20 steals. All right. Uh, I feel like Melvin Upton Jr. is the very, very poor man's Mike Cameron, where he might hit 170, but I think he has 10, 15 homers and steals in him. Problem is, he can't play enough to get them, but yeah. And he hits lefties a little bit, so I don't know. That, that, I, I am victorious, but I don't feel that much gloating. I wish he had stolen like two bases. I would have been like, oh, <laughs> there you go, see? You, you should have seen the look on my face. I, I was actually like, I, I flipped over to the Cubs game like just in time to see it. Oh yeah, we'll and you just look at my face when it like when it like cleared. The, I realized it cleared the stands. Yeah, that's he has some pop. He just he can't really hit. Um, and, and then yeah. like I, I sent you a couple of text messages, and you had like no idea what I was talking about for like a, a solid two minutes. You were having a meltdown, and I wasn't sure what about. Yeah, and it was Melvin Upton Jr. Um, anything else from Tuesday for you, Matt? Anything stick um, out? Stephen Pierce. Stephen Pierce, you should see. You should be gloating about that. He got a lefty, and he responded with two homers. Yeah, right. and so did Steven Souza. I like a lot of those Rays against lefties for sure. Um, yeah, but then one Franklin Gutierrez and Lee Dayho homered off Drew Smiley. So it was a the Miley versus Smiley matchup kind of went how we figured it would in terms of lefty mashers getting in and doing what they're doing. So I, I thought Drew Smiley would have a better outing. He had, like, five strikeouts and no walks. It's just two homers, you know? That's the deal with... Six runs. I guess hits he sent really responsible for. I mean, Wade Miley is kind of in the same way. His strikes to walkouts look awesome. He just can't leave the ball... Can't keep the ball in the yard. Uh, I kind of... You know, the Steves of Tampa. 
Yeah, I kind of secretly like Wade Miley a little bit, but his ERA looks ugly. But he's he's pitching better than it looks. But uh, and Drew Smiley's a monster. So, but apparently so is Lee Deho. Has five home runs and has actually kind of hit righties so far too. I wonder if he's gonna work his way in at all. But I, I don't know. I'm rooting for that. Yeah, um, I'd like to see him succeed. Also, Matt Kane had eight innings and only allowed two runs to the Blue Jays, which is like incredible. For how he did. Um, Jay Happ almost had a shutout, unfortunately, for him, and he lost. But eight innings, two runs against the Blue Jays is a pretty good, uh, pretty good Matt Cain day for Matt Cain. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd buy it. Matt Cain falls to 0 and 5. Full Jay Happ is 5 and 0. Yeah, I know. Jay Happ bad strikeout to walk, but I think this is just who he is now. I don't know. It's like a 2-11 or something. You have to off mad. He's not gonna do that. But I'm not buying it. Honestly, I think I no. It's for, he's in the Matt Lathos zone. Uh, no, because he did a bunch of this last year. He did it with the Pirates. He went through the Pirates and is transformed. Um, I think for DFS and fantasy purposes, it's a bit of a wash because he's not striking people out anyway. So I don't really care. I'd much rather have Rich Hill, who actually has like upside, whereas like I don't know the. Low strikeouts, especially in the strikeout age we're in now, like, a low strikeout guy is, like, a really low strikeout guy. Like, and Jay Happ's not striking people out. That's a big hit. Okay. Jay Happ is a 205 ERA. Where do you think that ends by by October October 3rd? The end of the year, I bet he has a 340 ERA. So you're saying he's he's not going to be very good for the rest of the season. Uh, I bet he's like a mid-threes pitcher. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's, I don't think he's going to be garbage. I don't think all of a sudden he's going to like forget how to pitch. If he ends the year with a 3-0 ERA, I mean, he has a pretty good head start. That would be not shocking to me either. So yeah. I think I'd put the over-under at like three and a quarter for end of the year. I would be betting way, way over. I, I see. I don't think he's... I think he has some skill. I don't think it's okay. 2-0 ERA, but he has it some skill. Mean- um, the, the strikeout to walks don't look good, but he's just, he, he got transformed through, I don't know, again, I'm not rushing out to buy or trade for him because he doesn't strike anybody out. And so I don't really care. I don't want that. Um, I, I would be rushing out to sell because I think this is probably peak J half value yeah. right now. Oh, sure. Yeah. If somebody else wants him, go nuts. There's just not a lot of value there without the strikeouts at all. Yeah. I'd rather have somebody that can hopefully strike somebody out. Um, all right, so we're going to look at DFS games for Wednesday the 11th, and we're getting our joyful, obnoxious split slate. Uh, we got seven games in the morning, and then we got nine at night. That's 16 games, because Cubs and Padres are playing two of them. And yeah. So we will, uh, we will be distinct between the two of those. But, um, yeah, it also means it's a little thin. It's It's like having two small days. It's kind of a pain in the butt for picks, to be honest. I have... A few half positions that are I don't have very many options for. Um, honestly, st- starting with catcher in the day is ugly for me. I did me not too. see a, a lot. Uh, Matt, who did you have for catcher in the first half of the day? Uh, catcher, the one of the matchups I like is uh, Dustin Garneau getting Robbie Ray. Okay, yeah, right-handed guy for the Rockies that gets in sometimes. Yes, I didn't write it, but I'm certainly okay with it. Okay, who did you write down? Uh, there wasn't a lot else. Uh, I <laughs> that's a good matchup. So that so he's a righty. He'll get in to face a lefty. That's in oh, yeah. and, and Robbie Ray is not great against right-handed bats. He's got he's an OPS against over nine hundred. It's right. Yeah, so I like that. I don't 
think we love Dustin Garneau. We just love Chris no, Field. We no, love him. Dustin Garneau. He's not my But nobody's going to have him. I think that's perfect. I think especially a catcher where you're not missing out by not investing. Like, that's a great place to hopefully run into some points that nobody else will have. Right. So that's a thumbs up from me. I went boring. I have Matt Wieters getting Phil Hughes because Matt Wieters is okay and Phil Hughes is not great. And I have Buster Posey getting Marcus Stroman, even though Marcus Stroman's pretty okay, but so is Buster Posey. I don't think either of those are clever. I don't think you're really going to get an edge on your opponents with either of those. I think they're totally serviceable. But um, I would probably at catcher, unless you, you know, I don't think you're wasting your points there, your your money, because they're both competent, you know. But I, I don't see yourself sticking out at all. If you want to do GPP and get an advantage somewhere, you got to get a little more clever. And it's going to be guys like Garneau. Did you have anybody else during the day? No, I didn't. It's so bad. There's a lot of good pitchers during the day, but you don't want to pick against Chris Archer or against Taiwan Walker, really. I mean, you can go with maybe Wellington Castillo against Chad Bettis. I guess it's in Colorado. Wellington Castillo versus Chad Bettis, you can talk me into it. Yeah. That's okay. I prefer him against a lefty, but at least it's in Colorado. It's just and such a bad day. Chad Bettis is you know, kind of equal opportunity offender. He's never platoon yeah. split because he's mediocre against both. Yeah. it's You're picking in Colorado and against the Rockies bullpen, basically. I think Kissy would be okay, but I'd be as excited about Posey or Weeders. Um, you don't want any catcher from the White Sox or the Rangers. You know? No. And, I mean, you don't want Derek Norris getting Kyle Hendricks. I want Derek Norris against a lefty, really. I mean... I think Garneau's a really smart pick here, and it's basically a punt, but it's, and as far as punts go, it's a good place to go. And if you okay. want to spend the money, go ahead and take Weeders or uh, or Hughes, but it's, it's a tough catcher day in the first half. Yep. Uh, Matt, how about the second half? There's actually a few competent options there, right? I wrote down Brian McCann versus Giordano. Yeah, I think that's that's my go-to as well. I... I don't, I don't love it just because of the Kansas City bullpen, but if you're down against blown up, you're probably going to see the Kansas City bullpen. Mm-hmm. Not, not the side of it that you're worried about. You want to stay away from. Yeah, it might be Chin Ming Wong. And you'll be like, yeah, sure. All and right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think McCann's totally fine there. We get the return of this matchup we discussed for Tuesday, Francisco Cervelli against Alfredo Simone. Which... I'm not saying a word. Caused a hilarious miscommunication yesterday. I'm not saying a word. They got edited out of the podcast. Too bad. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I still like Cervelli at Simone. I think that's a high floor pick. I would be surprised if Cervelli has no points on Wednesday. I'm not sure he's going to have a bunch, but but I'd be surprised if he had none. Uh, I think he's a good high floor guy. And then I have Jonathan Lucroy against your boy Wei Yin Chen, which is righty and lefty. Lucroy prefers righties, but I don't think the... The platoon advantage is a bad thing for him. I think he'd be fine there. Okay. Um, yeah. Did you have any other catchers in the evening? I did. I wrote down uh, Jared Hoffman-Maki versus Max Scherzer. Okay. Yeah, if he gets in there. You want to pick against Max? Why? Because he's so homer-prone? He's been bad against lefties this year. He's just... He has... Even when he was incredible last year, and he was, he was still homer-prone. Like, he's given up bombs. Uh I don't know that he necessarily will, and there might not be anybody on base when he does it, but he gives up bombs. So I don't think it's crazy to pick against him in DFS. Especially with a lefty. The only problem is the Tigers are so right-handed, you really have to dig deep to get any lefties. Yeah, like Salty Lamacchia. Yeah, yeah, like Salty. Maybe Victor Martinez, but they're not going to play him in, in Washington. So. Probably not, no. Yeah. 
So I, I'm okay with that. I think a lot of people will be scared away by Max Scherzer, but he does have a weakness, a relative weakness, and it would be lefties and it would be uh, home runs. He so. an, against lefties, he's no PS against over 1,000. Yeah, it's, it's not going that great for him this year. I think he's better than that, but so far... I so good would play. hope he is, but yeah, it, it, apparently there's a weakness there. So Yeah. Uh, anybody else for you for catchers? Yeah. Who you got? I wrote down Yadier Molina versus Matt Shoemaker. I'm fine with that. Matt Shoemaker is just not very good. He's... It's not good. The, the numbers are, are, like, beyond ugly. Yeah. I remember when he... I, he didn't win Rookie of the Year, but he came close because he, like, worked his way into, like, 14 wins. But his numbers were, like, not great then, and you could no. tell they were going to get worse. And they got worse. I... Do you feel bad for the Angels? Like, I used to kind of like rooting against them, and I didn't feel bad for them at all. But, like, especially when it's injuries, you're just like, man, this is just getting worse and worse. Like, it's bad. It's Things are bad in Anaheim. I'm, I'm not getting joy out of it anymore, especially when it's injury stuff. I don't, uh, I don't think they felt bad for me having to watch the White Sox for the past few years. So, no, I don't feel bad for them. That's, that's, I, I understand that, sure. Um, Matt Shoemaker. I don't Angels podcast saying, well, wow. You feel bad for Matt having to watch this White Sox team? Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. So, no, no I don't... it did not. Um, so, yeah, pick against Matt Shoemaker. I think we're going to pick a lot against the Angels. Uh, right. Yeah. So, um, all right, on to first base. Matt, how are you doing in the afternoon at first base? I got a lot, actually. Okay, I had three. But for those games, I feel like it's plenty. Who do you got? I have a lot more than three. Okay. All right, run them down. Uh, Anthony Rizzo versus uh, Colin Ray. Yes, totally. Uh, Crush Davis versus Phil Hughes. Yes, also had that. I'm into that. Uh, our guy Carlos Santana versus Doug Fister. I'm fine with that. He's been pretty darn bad. So I, I'm all in on Carlos Santana right now. I, I'm a big fan. He is an on-base monster. It's kind of like Cervelli. It's a, it's a high-floor pick. I don't think he's going to give you a zero. So, yeah, I like that. Uh, Mark Reynolds getting Robbie Ray. Yeah, I like that one, actually, quite a bit. <laughs> I do. I don't like to punt at first base, but I uh, I wrote down Mark Reynolds because he's quietly having a pretty good time in Colorado, which is not shocking. Yeah, but he only has two homers this year. He's good most of the time at first base, but he has an 874 OPS, at least through Monday. And I was like, all right, because you think he would go and, like, not have a great OPS, but, like, mash the ball. He has a 385 on base percentage. He, you know, again, these are through Monday. 326 batting average. Like, he's doing pretty well. Still striking out plenty, but making enough contact to do okay. Eight doubles. It just, he likes it there. And, uh, of course, doing a little bit better against lefties. Uh, quite a bit. And loves hitting at home. Loves hitting at core. Is almost 1,000 OPS there. So, the only two homers has kept him pretty quiet, but there's a lot of points to be had there. I think the the floor is actually... He's the kind of guy you figure could go 0 for 4 a lot, you know? He's not. Well, Colorado, not in that situation. I think he actually has a decent floor and wouldn't shock us at all if he actually starts showing more power than that. So, yeah. I Thumbs up to Mark Reynolds. I don't think in this situation, at home against a lefty in course, I don't think that's a punt. I think it might be at that price, but I think he'll be just mm. fine. So Agreed. Yeah. And lastly, uh, Bingo Park getting Tyler Wilson. Okay, yeah. Uh, we get the return of Tyler Wilson, who we tried to take, but uh, he got bumped a few days, and now he's back. Oh, no, we still get him, is what we decided. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. We're we're both taking Tyler Wilson, but it's not necessarily our, our pick, because 
we get it from Monday. It carries over. So, um, yeah. Uh, were those all your first basement in the afternoon? Yes. All right. How about in the evening? Where are you going? Because I didn't. I my three were Rizzo, Davis, and Reynolds. So I was with you there. In the in the evening, uh, Eric Hosmer versus Michael Pineda. Okay. Again, if Pineda blows up, you're probably not going to see like the the part of the Yankees bullpen that you don't want to see. Right, and he likes to give up homers, and he's in the park for that. So. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Joey Votto getting Juan Nicasio. Okay. Uh, Chris Carter getting Wei Yin Chen. Sure. I like that. You know I like that. And John Jaso versus Alfredo Simon. Yes. Perfect. I had all those as well. Um, I also have Mark Teixeira getting Ventura. He struggled a little bit lately, and it's Yankee Stadium. I, I think I, I'm not worried about him. I was never a big Ventura believer. Um, I have Hanley Ramirez getting Eric Surkamp. I think Hanley hit that huge homer on Tuesday, and I think the Red Sox are going to beat up Eric Surkamp. One, because he's not very good, and two, just because they have a lot of righty guys against at lefties. So, they really do. Yeah. I like that. Um, I have Justin Bohr against our, go- our guy uh, Chase Anderson, which makes me sad, but it's totally yeah. doable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, he's been so bad. He has homeritis really bad. I would like him to stop giving up so many homers, but as long as he is, it is uh, it's worth picking against him. So, um, Okay. On the second base, I had options in the afternoon, but m- more than I did in the evening. Um, I have Jonathan Scope getting Phil Hughes. I think that power versus the fly balls can mean good things. I have Rugnet Odor against your boy Matt Latos. Yes. I, I'm I'm not all in against Matt Latos. I'm not. I mean, we didn't pick any of the the Texas first baseman against him, but Rugnet Odor is good enough, and it's a thin enough position. I yeah, go for it. Are you taking Brett Lardy against Cole Hamels? No, because Cole Hamels is competent. More than confident. He's good. He's definitely good. Yeah, just... Cole Hamill's good pitcher, yes. Yeah, there we go. That's the analysis we offer here at this podcast. Um, I'd consider it, but I think there are better options, like yeah. Jason Kipnis getting Doug Fister. You like that a little bit better? A lot better, yes. Yes. And uh, I have Gene Segura getting uh, Chad Bettis. Um, it's not the platoon advantage, but Segura just keeps hitting, and it's Colorado and they make him a big part of that offense up top. He's liked his move to Arizona, and Coors will be good for him. So uh, I have him for sure. I think he would think he'd do well. Uh, any other second baseman in the afternoon for you? Uh, I think we should mention Ben Zobrist. Uh, yes, we should. I have Ben Zobrist in the evening when he gets the lefty and Drew Pomeranz, but he's so on fire it might not matter when he gets yeah. Colin Ray. I, I think if you want to pick him in either slate, he's doing real well. That offense is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So, I, I like him in the evening against Pomeranz, which I know is a sin against you. But, uh, Zobris likes lefties. Who do you have in the evening at second base? Okay, in the evening, uh, Daniel Murphy versus Jordan Zimmerman. Okay, yeah. It, I, it's not a great matchup, but if you're going to attack, Zimmerman's going to be with lefties. Right, and the balls just keep going into the gap for Daniel Murphy. So, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, our guy Derek Dietrich and Chase Anderson. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, Chase. Hey. But absolutely. No, no matter who wins, we lose in that one. We've got both, <laughs> you know, we're, we've been big fans of both of those players in, the, in this podcast. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, next up, uh, Colton Wong getting the maker of shoes, Matt Shoemaker, yeah. lefty and righty. Yeah. Pick anybody um, that you I, Again, I was like. Ben Zorbist again. Yeah, and Ben Zorbist. Um, I had all those. The only one I had you didn't have is Dustin Madroya getting Eric Serkamp. I think uh, Dustin yeah. Madroya 
Still hits lefties just fine, and that offense is real good. I could see them rolling against him. So, yep, there's definitely some solid options in the evening at third base. I feel like with these small slates, if we have three guys we like in a range, that's that's plenty, and we just mm. had four there. Uh, Matt, third base in the afternoon, what are you thinking? Uh, Manny Machado versus Phil Hughes, if you want to pay for it. Yeah, he's... Oh gosh, his OPS is like almost 1,200. He's insane right now. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of insane right now, uh, I, I do like Todd Frazier against Cole Hamels. Okay. That's, that's just enough faith in Todd Frazier. I had it written down, okay. too. There's just... Can't stay away? No. Okay. I don't blame you. He's been awesome. Okay. I wrote down Jose Ramirez getting Doug Fister. Okay. You like him more than I do, but you're not crazy. Especially against Thanks. Doug Fister. And, <laughs> and finally, Jake the Snake Lamb getting Chad Bettis. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think that's just fine, too. If he's in the lineup there in uh, in Colorado, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I, I don't know. Any of those games. It didn't happen that much on Tuesday, but it, just stick with it. Any of those, they can blow up any Yeah, do you want to give a shout-out to our guy, Chris, uh, or, 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 guys who follow, a fan of the show, uh, Chris Jackson, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, he, he mentioned Ruby as some ridiculous Coors success, and then he... Yeah. Went and followed through with it. That was I, I was like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. Like, it was a small ball. sample. Uh, Chris is a, a everyday listener and tweets at us plenty. And he was like, yeah. "Are you worried about you know Ruby Fun De La Rosa's pitch role at Coors?" And I replied, and I was like, "No, it'll be fine." And Ruby went out and went like seven and a third, one run that he allowed on a wild pitch. Like, I don't, I still don't super buy into it. Um, I I don't buy into that he's good at Coors. I buy into that he's good. I think Ruby's figuring it out. Right. I, I think that, you know, Coors is where I didn't want to trust him, um, but now I'm I'm getting closer to trusting him a lot more places. Maybe so. it's the case that he's a guy who he has so much stuff that the thin air, like, corrects for it, so he has, like, normal stuff. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Coors Field is one of the weirdest things in baseball. I don't... Ooh, trying but, to explain it is tough. Uh, but, Chris Jackson, fun follow. Yeah. Uh, he, know, he knows his baseball, knows his DFS, knows his gambling. Yeah. Yes, um, it is. I, I I always enjoy seeing his his name pop up in my feed. So. Yeah, uh, shout out to our our active listeners. I wish I had my phone near me so I could give you his handle. I don't, so I can't. I got you. It's uh, at CP Jackson seventy nine. An active listener of ours. Um, yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, at third base, I did. I mean, would you use Arenado versus Robbie Ray? No, I prefers righties. But don't we've been over this. You won't take him with the platoon advantage. You're that. It's not okay He's with him. Be fine. It's not necessarily an advantage because he he prefers to do something against somebody else as opposed to hitting against lefties. Uh, I I understand where you're coming from. I think Robbie Ray's weakness as a pitcher is more important. Uh, I think Arnado okay. will be fine. And then I got Chris Bryant getting Colin Ray because uh, why not? I mean, that's fine. Um, into the evening at third base, I have Chris Bryant against Drew Pomeranz. Also fine. I don't really worry about him versus righty or lefty. Uh, I think Chris Bryant will do just fine. I have Martin Prado getting Chase Anderson. I think Mr. That, 400 to you, Dylan. Yeah, that's he doesn't stop hitting. I usually am like, oh yeah, it's lefty. So I'm going to get the lefty. He is hitting everything right now. I don't know that he's going to. Oh, so here's the game. How does Martin Prado finish the year batting average-wise? I'll say 320. That's, yeah. I mean, we can start doing the math. We're, what, a, a sixth of the way into the season? Getting to a fifth of the way? Like, yeah. if he's hitting 320 at the end of the season, like, he'll have cooled off a lot, but still hit pretty well. So, 
yeah, I think that's that's in the ballpark of, of being about right. But right now, I guess Chase Anderson, I'm not worried about lefty-righty. He's, he's hitting everything. He'll be just fine. Um, and then I had Matt Carpenter getting Matt Shoemaker. He had two home runs on Tuesday. He's awesome. He go nuts. Pay for it. Pay whatever they want for it. I think that's going to be fine. Um, who else do you have at third base in the evening? Third base in the evening? Mm-hmm. So actually, you went through my entire list. Yeah. It, it's a short list, but there is... Prado, Bryant, and Carpenter. Pick one. Like yeah. they're they're just fine. They're totally just fine. Um, okay. And then on the shortstop in the afternoon, that was a tough one for me too. I have I, I like both of them a lot. I have Francisco Lindor getting Doug Fister. Unquestionably, yes. Why not? Go for it. And then I just put Addison Russell against Colin Ray, which is nothing exciting. You're just hoping that the Cubs score a bunch of runs against them, which they certainly might. Did you have somebody you like more than that? Uh, there's that one rookie in Colorado. That's true. Yes. Clobbering yeah. everybody. This is this is why we have two people doing this <laughs> podcast, so that when I miss obvious ones like that, like Trevor Story getting Robbie Ray with the platoon advantage, uh, that Matt clubs me over the head, tells me I'm a dummy, and says, yes, don't forget Trevor Story. <laughs> yep, that, that is, you might pay a little bit for it, but I, I like that a lot, yes. Um, that was simply me. I don't know what happened there. I missed that one, but I liked it a lot. You, you were too busy writing Nolan Arenado's name, and yeah, again, I'm like, I'll take him. Can I can I pay for him twice? Like he wanted two pitchers yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it in the afternoon, though. I, I think Lindor, Trevor Story, or maybe Addison Russell. Um, I think they'll be popular, but I think there are not a lot of other great options anyway. Um, unless you want someone like Elvis Andrews against Matt Latos, which you don't. Um. Okay, how about the evening, Matt? There should be a few more options. Where are you thinking of going Starting there? With, uh, Jonathan VR versus Wei and Chen. Yes, I'm into that. I, I, I can't pronounce his first name, that uh, Diaz character in, in St. Louis. I believe it to be a Ledmiz. Uh, that is probably not right, but I'm confident saying... I'm, I'm confident when I say it, when it leaves my mouth, that it's a Ledmiz Diaz. Anyway, he gets Matt Shoemaker. It's righty on righty, I believe. Doesn't matter. But, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's... It, Shoemaker's been so bad that it, 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 he, he's literally platoon split proof. He's been that bad. Yes. He's been that bad. Go nuts. Yes, I agree. I have him. You know, he, he's he's kind of like, you know, remember the episode of The Simpsons when Mr. Burns has like every disease in perfect balance? Kind of. It's been a while since we were joined by the train outside my house. That, that's kind of what Matt Shoemaker's turned into. He just has all the components of bad. Sorry, we're joined by the loud. It's the loud train. We get I get different trains by my house. Uh, this one I recognize as being the louder one. In the evening, I like both those guys. I think Addison Russell is even better in the evening because he gets a lefty. Uh, I've got a better name in Chicago in the evening. You want Javier Baez to get in there? I do want Javier Baez in the evening. If Javier Baez gets in, he has such power potential that anytime he's in, I really like it. I definitely like it when he gets a lefty. So yes, be on. Javier Baez, watch on the lookout. If he gets in there, I am in. Um, can't count on it. I, I still don't. I still do not understand the Edison Russell thing at all. I, he'll be fine. He'll be totally fine. Um, and then uh, <laughs> telling me that, but he's not. Whatever. Uh, and then uh, I think the big one for me is Xander Bogarts getting uh, Eric Sarkamp too. Uh, I think that you know he matches lefties. He's on his way to matching everybody. I feel like he's going to be good. 
So, uh, yeah, I think I think that's a good one. And the Red Sox blew up Sean Manaya on Tuesday, and I don't think Eric Sorkamp's going to do a lot better. So, uh, yeah, Bogarts there. Any other shortstops for you? No, that's it. On to the outfield. My outfield list is actually relatively thin for outfield. Again, there's a lot of good pitchers going. Um, there are options, but not I've got a million. Eight in the early slate. Yeah, I have seven. Uh, start with Dexter Fowler and Jason Hayward getting Colin Ray. Okay. Uh, they'll totally do fine. We expect the the Cubs. I've, to... I've got at least. What's that? I've got one. That, I've got one that's so bad. I'm. I'm I might just say I have seven. Okay. I just hope you don't notice. I, I didn't say the eight. Okay. Uh, no more Mazzara getting Matt Latos. Okay, have it. You're, you're into that. I have Ryan Rayburn getting Robbie Ray. Yeah, have it. Uh, he, wait, wait, you have Rayburn, but you don't have Story. I, I, sorry, I know, I don't, I, I don't have an, I don't have an explanation for dropping the ball with Trevor Story. Um, I, yeah, but I like Ryan Rayburn. He's gonna be so cheap. He gets in the lineup against the lefties and he hits them, and it's bad for Robbie Ray. It's a good guy to exploit. I have Adam Jones. He's been so bad. He had a homer on Tuesday. He's got to be better than this, right? I suppose. Are you, are you hoping, thinking that Adam Jones is gonna to, to bounce back at all? Honestly, I was just gonna sh- just gonna shock you. I don't really have strong thoughts on Adam Jones. Yeah, I, I think he's good enough to hit Phil Hughes. Um, I might take Mark Trumbo against Phil Hughes, even though he prefers to hit lefties. But guy putting it in the air and has that power, I'm fine with that too. To be well, honest. Well, you know, if if there's a Baltimore outfielder that we like to mention in this show. Other than Mark Trumbo? Yes. You like Hensu Kim. I'm not sold yet. Oh, he doesn't it, and he never gets in there. I've, I've, it's, it's, it's hard to mention it. They don't like him. It's a win game. Nobody, game. Nobody's going to be watching it. They have they to put him in. They don't like him. They they hate him. I know they they hated him before Why? opening day because he wouldn't take an assignment, which he didn't have to take based on his contract that they both signed, uh, which is yeah, totally yeah. their fault. They don't like him, um, but they roster him. Uh, yeah, uh, if he gets in, nobody else is gonna have him. I'm fine with that, sure. But I'm not, I'm not circling it on my sheet or anything. But uh, that's fine. Have you Tomas Tomas and Chad Bettis? He prefers lefties. I'm not sure it matters in Colorado. I think it'd be fine there. Um, Matt, who do you have in the outfield that I did not have? Uh, Ayrton, uh Brendan the Fury Drury getting Chad okay, Bettis. Sure. Yeah, he's kind of hit his way into the, the lineup, too, and should be fine there. Pretty that much. outfield's just kind of a mess right I now, to be honest. Yeah, they are. It's starting tra- tra- Chad Herman in center field. Uh, right field, but still oh, still I, not I, good. Still who not played good. center right. then? Chris Herman, I think, is who it is. Um, I saw the oh. tweet the other day. Uh, who? What was this outfield? It was in Coors. I think it was on Monday. Uh, they yes. started... It started Drury, and it was, that's what it was. It was Drury and left, Chris Owings in center, and Herman in right. And it was in Coors, which is like one Owings of the hardest. Is right. Okay, okay. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, so it, the outfield's a mess right now. It's because David Peralta's hurt, and so it's messy. But if Tomas is in, I want him. If Drury's in, I want him. So, um, Anybody else for you in the day? I wrote down Stephen Souza versus Taiwan Walker. Okay, I like Steven Souza. He hit that home run back back home. Hit a home run on Tuesday. I like him against lefties more, and I like Taiwan Walker. But Taiwan he's Walker has this year. yeah, he's there's a lot of talent there. The Rays believe in him. Uh, they traded. I think he got him in that Will Myers trade. Like they believe in him. But um, yeah, I don't know. You, you just like him because he's hitting righty so far. 
I like him as he's hitting righties, and Taiwan hasn't been great against righties. Yeah, Taiwan has a lot of talent. He's just been inconsistent. And if he's on, I like him when we get the pitchers, but he definitely has his off games. That could be a thing, for sure. So I don't think that's crazy at all, and he's probably my favorite Rays outfielder. So, yeah. All right. Yep. And my, my super cheap option that no one else is going to possibly have. Okay. Which is a good way to start selling okay. it. Okay, you know what? If, if, I, if I said Yonder Alonso at first base, I shouldn't be that embarrassed to say Lonnie Chisenhall in the outfield against Doug Fister. I think Lonnie Chisenhall forever has a little tiny bit of credibility off that jimongous game he had that one time that everybody like remembers him for. Like, okay. You, you remember the three home run game, right? I I don't remember. I you don't remember? He He had a three home run game. That was like eight RBIs or something. Maybe it was nine RBIs, uh, and it was a season or two ago. And it was like, oh, so you just like had it was five hits, three home runs, nine RBIs. It just and then yeah, 2014. That that's to me. I'm surprised you forget. To me, when you say Lonnie Chisholm, I'm like, oh yeah, I had that one monster game, and has been like very so so since. Um, no homers yet this year, one stolen base. Matt, what do you like about him getting Doug Fister? Left-handed. Yeah, and Doug Fister. Yeah, and Doug Fister. Once had a monster game, so. That I didn't even remember when I made the pick, It's the one, like, he's the guy that when you play DFS, you're like, everybody probably that owned him that day remembers that day and has that story. He won a lot of people, you know, money doing that. And you're like... Oh, you mean like my Logan Morrison story? Yeah. You just pick... You get a guy that goes off on one day. Like, that's all you need. And, you know, that gambler fallacy that just keeps bringing you back. Just need one guy to hit. And I'm in. Um, Yeah, I'm fine with Chisholm Hall. I think he's better than he's shown so far. And they're giving him playing time. And mostly because Doug Fister's bad. Um... In the evening in the outfield, they got a lot more options, especially because the Yankees get Ventura, and I like that whole outfield. The Pirates get Simone, I like that whole outfield. And the Cardinals get Shoemaker, and I like pretty well that whole outfield, especially because they're playing uh, Matt Holliday, a designated hitter, so a bunch of them are getting in. Uh, those are all pretty good matchups. I, I'm fine with most of them. Um, I have Mookie Betts getting Eric Surkamp, and the Red Sox getting a lefty means Chris Young. Yes, thank you for camp. mentioning. You remembered. Yes, I, I remembered him, but not Trevor's story. I have Christian Yelich getting uh, Chase Anderson. I have Ryan Braun getting Wei and Chen. I like Domingo Santana, but he's been hurt. And then I have Dexter Fowler getting uh, Drew Pomeranz, because he can hit lefties just fine, too. And I think okay. they're going to score some runs. So, Options in the evening. Uh, did you have any outfielders? I did not. Yes. Who you got? Uh, Odebel Herrera getting Julius Chassin. I'm fine with that. I think Chassin's okay, but not against lefties, so that's good thing no. for... And Odebel, he's kind of quietly putting together a decent year. He's putting... He was. I haven't checked in lately. He was putting on an amazing on-base year. He's drawn a million walks, so... Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in there. The Phillies, and we've talked about this, Phillies aren't bad, so... Yeah. No, they're a representative major league offense. Yep, yep. Uh, Jay Bruce getting Juan Nicasio. I'm fine with that. I think Nicasio's okay, but I, I wouldn't shy away. Yeah. And honestly, I would be okay with Giancarlo against Chase Anderson. Yeah, he's been so homer prone, but I think he could. He just has to leave one up a little bit, and yeah. No, yep. He's been so homer so, prone. I think that's it, fine. It, yeah, it's not it, a platoon advantage. It doesn't matter. We're to be inclined to pay full price for Giancarlo. It's my, you know, it's Chase Anderson. 
I I think Chase Anderson can be better than this for sure. I know he can, but, but he is not right now. So no. it feels bad to pick against him. It feels it like you know what it feels like. I, I neither of us has kids, but it feels like admitting that your kid is kind of stupid. Like you're not supposed to like talk bad about your kid, but you're like, yeah, my kid can be kind of dumb. And you're like, oh, I love Chase Anderson, but he can give up homers pretty bad. Yeah, so you know, the world needs ditch diggers too. That's true. That's well, he's he's capable of more than what he's shown, but not right now. Um, he's going through a stupid period. Do you have any other uh, other outfielders? No, that'd be it. Okay, Matt, get us started with pitchers in the afternoon. What are you thinking? Honestly, I I, I kind of like Stroman, but Giants are so left-handed. Yeah, I think he's talented enough to be fine. But he doesn't really have a platoon split, so that, that gives me a lot of hope with him. Mm-hmm. I, I I love Danny Salazar against Houston. Mm-hmm. A lot of strikeouts in that lineup. He's been good so far. He's been yeah. real good. Yes. I I could see the White Sox throwing a getaway day lineup out there against Cole Hamels. <laughs> it could go badly for them, yeah. As long as he yeah. can handle Todd Frazier. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah, but I I wouldn't shy away from Hamels. No, I think he'll be okay. Would you consider going near Matt Latos, or are you just completely off the? No, it's me. It's it's the great equalizer. He's going to get pounded. Okay, okay. For me, it's even if you believed in him, kind of the J. A. Happ thing. There's not any strikeouts there anyway, so pass. You you can still talk me to Tyler Wilson if you're looking to go cheap. Yeah, if you want to go real cheap, we think he can get a win. We had him the other day. Just the Twins are real bad. You're hoping for. Six innings, one or two runs, four or five strikeouts. Nothing amazing, but a win there. So it wouldn't I, be a I bad like, second pitcher. I would like to recommend Kyle Hendricks, but the problem is that they, they, they only let him go like, you know, five innings at most usually. He's he's a rich man's Tyler Wilson. Yeah. He's gonna go five or six innings, but it might be zero or one runs. He's good and he could get that win easily too. Uh right. yeah, they're they're pretty similar. His three one oh ERA this year, like one oh whip, they they realize that he's good the first couple times for the order, and so I like him as a cheap option for sure. Any other uh, pitchers for you in the afternoon? No, why am I missing somebody? Nah, uh, well, let me take a look at my list, see who you didn't get. Um, I have, I mean, Chris Archer and Taiwan Walker. Are you just too scared of them facing each other? I I like the Chris. I love the Chris Archer half. I'm a big Chris Archer guy, so. I I think the I mean the match. I, I love Chris Archer, and I think he's relatively matchup proof. But the Mariners hit better than the Rays, and okay. I'm not worried about the Rays against a righty. I believe in Taiwan Walker. I think it, he's volatile. It could go badly, but there's a ceiling there. There's there's uh, there's potential. So I, I wouldn't shy away from that either. Um, if you want, like, Salazar, I mean, it's pay for Salazar, but if you want, like, Salazar and Walker, you could get 20 strikeouts between them for sure. You can talk me into that. Yeah, you can talk me into that pretty, pretty easily, actually. Were you going near Bumgarner versus Toronto, or do you just kind of got to walk away on both sides? It's a it's a about the worst matchup he can go up against, but pretty. Much, I would rather have the Stroman side of it if I'm picking. Yeah, it's it's tough. That's a tough matchup for sure. I think he could totally be fine, but there's the risk of not getting what you pay for there. So no, yeah, it's the thing. You you you're gonna have to pay a full sticker for him, and I I, just, I don't. I think the matchup is bad enough where it's not gonna be worth it. Yep. So there's a couple safe guys in Hendricks and Wilson. They're going to be cheap, but could uh, get you wins. There's Salazar, I think, is our favorite. Uh, Hamels could be fine. Archer and Walker, the problem is they're against each other. And then I guess it's the Stroman-Bumgarner thing, too. But there's options. 
How about in the evening, Matt? Where do you think you might go if you're? I want to go cheap, actually. You like in the evening? You're going cheap. Yes. Okay. Who do you have in mind? When I say cheap, I'm going. I I, I really like a stack of say Rick Porcello and Jared Eikhoff. Yeah, they've both been pretty all right, and I think that Porcello should win that game. Uh, he's capable of going in, and I don't think Oakland's that great. And I think again they're going to beat up on Eric Surkamp. Yeah. Uh, and he's getting strikeouts too. So he's getting strikeouts. He's racking up wins. Yeah, I'm I'm in on Porcello for sure. He might not be as cheap as you think, depending on the format. But I'm in there. Accurate, but yeah. I I I think Eikhoff's got to be cheap. Uh, should be. Yeah, and he has the dream matchup. It I think at Atlanta might be better than at San Diego nowadays. Yes. Yeah, it's go for it. And Jared Eikhoff, I don't think is great, but we think he's competent. So. Yeah, I'm not hesitating from taking Eikhoff in that matchup at all. He can go just mm-hmm. fine. Adam Morgan did fine there on Tuesday. Like, See, <laughs> I was kicking myself for not picking him. I was really mad. Yeah, Eikhoff's going to be fine. I kind of like Chassin, but they're just not going to get any help, you know. No, he's so. not. Um, Zimmerman going home to his old place to get Scherzer. They're both fine. We didn't pick against either of them, really. Uh, they're both... You're going to... We we said Scherzer has struggled a little bit, but there's a good ceiling with both of them. So of course, uh, I don't I don't I don't know. I, I'm not worried about Zimmerman at all. Like just gonna gonna walk Bryce Harper, and otherwise he's gonna be fine. Uh, do you like Pineda getting the the Royals? We didn't pick many no, of them. The, I don't. It's just a homer thing. Like I think he's really volatile. If he keeps the ball in the yard, there's strikeouts to be had there, and he you know. He could do okay, and I don't think the Royals are that bad of a matchup. But if the ball sails over the fence, I don't know. He's not quite Chris Young, but there's. I think he's viable. I, I think there's. you're not crazy for taking him. Um, if you want a boring safe pick, how about John Lackey getting the Padres? That's about as boring and safe as you can get in the afternoon. He'll be, he'll be just fine. Uh, I have Jaime Garcia getting the Angels. Uh, he has to look out for Mike Trout, and then after that, what? Like... He'll be fine there. I, I think the Angels are going to become a team we start streaming against, too. I think that's okay. And then um, Noah Syndergaard opposite Kenta Maeda. What can you do here? I'm fading with Maeda if I'm picking this. I think they're both very viable, and it, it includes that option as well. I don't think the Dodgers are that scary of an offense right now. Um, the Mets can hit, but they're clearly both you know very competent. So... Uh, if you want to pay for Syndergaard, I don't think you're by any means crazy. I think, I think, yeah, Zimmerman and Syndergaard and Scherzer are all safe for what you want to pay. But I think, yeah, there, there's options elsewhere. I, I don't think you're dumb to go safe with Lackey because he can strike some people out. And Porcello could do just fine. And Icoff. Yeah. I don't know. There's a bunch of options in the evening. Um, did you have anybody we didn't mention? Not really, no. All right. So Matt and I need to pick guy each who's less than 50% on Yahoo Leagues. We're already getting Tyler Wilson. There aren't a lot of guys who are less than 50% on that you would consider going near, um, especially with those Padres guys going to Chicago. Um, Nicasio at Cincinnati is right at 50%. Um, you could go Ulysses uh, Chassin getting the Phillies is an okay matchup, but I would bet most anything you and I are both going to take Jared Eikhoff, who's like 45% owned. And it should be just fine. So we kind of basically have to take Jared Eikhoff? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we do. It's boring when we agree this much, but sometimes the matchups just dictate that, and that's the pick yeah. to take. So 
We both I, believe I feel, in Jared. I feel bad for Drew Pomerantz going to Chicago. Yeah, uh, I like I I don't like him as much as you do, but I like him. But that's just a matchup that you can't take. I, I like him in San Diego, and that's about thing. I like just put anybody in San Diego. He's fifty nine percent owned, so he's he's not eligible that's for a going contest. To go down. Yeah, uh, Colin Ray is only seven percent, and he's been okay. If he were at home, like if Colin Ray were at home against the Braves, we would be all in. Like totally okay. confident. He's he's a streamable guy. I feel like, but not when he goes to Wrigley Field. So, um, okay, Matt, did you have anything else before we uh, get out of here? Okay, if if you had to like power rank like the the announcers that, that you would have to like sit with during a rain delay, Hawk Harrelson is like easily easily like you know like thirty on that list, right? Uh, is he drinking? Can I party with Hawk? I don't... During a rain delay? I don't know. I don't know. Do you feel... Do you think he drinks in the booth? No, not now. No. You think he has before? I'm I'm sure when he was younger, I'm sure he did. Yeah. You're right. He might be too old. Uh, I... I feel like... If you were working and you had to do it, like, yeah, no, that's awful. But if you just kind of wanted the ridiculous experience in the story, like, he's not going to be boring... I think you see, I, I think it would it would be like in, like completely insufferable. Yeah. No, if you were like the sound engineer and you had to like work there, like no, awful. But if it was like and Matt, like, you want to you want a contest and like you get a nonsense. Yeah. If you like just want a contest and get to pick like one day to try it, I think you can handle Hawk for like an afternoon. Uh, I don't know. Can I pick Euchre? Would everybody just go hang out with Euchre or Scully? Supposedly, is like hysterical. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Especially off you, mic. You heard like the Norm McDonald story? Uh, I don't know that I have. Is it just that Bob Euchre is a dirty old man? Pretty well. You you know how he has like the mute button? Yes. He would like be like making like dirty comments during the broadcast and just like be hitting the mute button. Yeah, which is ballsy. Which is it, you are asking for trouble with that one. But you so are. Oh boy. Uh, so far, so good for him. He's been okay. Maybe maybe because he did so much of his stuff before the age of the internet, where it would have been really hard for everything to be recorded and immediately on Deadspin and everything. Maybe if one got out 30 years ago, he was okay. But <sighs> Master the mute button, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Just like in Major Norm, League, right? Norman Norm, Norm, and, and, and Artie, he mastered the mute button. Oh, I, I need to go find that story. I am interested. I love Norm, and I love Euchre. So. Um, okay, well, that should do it for us. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. And, uh, yeah, love to hear from you, like we were talking about. Our pal Chris hollers at us, tells us how dumb we are for our picks. Not actually, he doesn't say that, but uh, he, he he brings up good points, and so a lot of us are, are talking. We know how dumb we are for our picks. We don't need people to tell us. Yeah, we call each other dumb. That's the point of this podcast, is we get together and tell each other how bad our picks are. Which which goes pretty okay. Although we 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 you, you've been in, I'm not gonna lie, you've been in like a, a decent streak recently. There I haven't been too many where I've been like what the hell is Dylan talking about? Yeah yeah. So we're, we're figuring this out in our third year. We're hitting our stride. Maybe yeah. we survived April, which was the really tough month usually. But now yeah. a lot of our favorite guys are disappearing. We got to keep digging. So um, okay yeah that'll do it for us. Uh, for Matt I'm Dylan. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. 
For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.